Welcome to Today in Mortgage, where we try to make sense of the news in real estate and mortgage today. It's where we're trying to dissect what's real, what's hype, and what you should be paying attention to. I'm here today with Rich Jefferson, and today you can call me Alexander Hamilton. Rich, pop quiz, what bill is Alexander Hamilton on? $10 bill. $10 bill. That's right. And uh, I'm saying $10 because that's the amount of money I allowed myself to lose in Las Vegas this weekend at the Network Funding Presidents Club. We were there celebrating our top producers. Rich, did you have a good time there? Man, that's always the best. Always get everybody the best. together. Last year was such a grind, so it was good to get everybody together and celebrate the success for sure. Absolutely. So I lost $10. I heard you made some money, but you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll even those out later, but we're not talking about that today. We're talking about an article that I found in Forbes with the headline, could the housing market collapse again? Recovery talk premature after mortgage rates surge past 7%. Uh, there's a lot in there. So Rich, I'm just going to jump right in today. Um, so as little as two weeks ago, we were seeing a lot of optimism out there in the market, out there in the news cycle, and that seems to be dwindling away. And so, Rich, just want to get your thoughts on the headline, uh, but we're going to take it part by part. So it says uh, housing market collapse. Could the housing market collapse again? Rich, I know we're just here opining, but is the housing market going to collapse again? Man, when they use the word collapse, it's like, to what degree? What are we talking about? What does a collapse mean, Michael? Yeah. Like, okay, are we going to slow up because... People lost the excitement of rates in the sixes that we got in January, maybe. And unfortunately, just the chaos, the the uncertainty, the jumping, things are good, things are bad. If you had to read every news article, you would go crazy. The bottom line is, do you want to own a home? Can you afford to buy the home if you can act now? Yeah, good point, Rich. Second part of this title was recovery talk premature after mortgage rates surge past 7%. So, you know, we were talking about recovery, when are things coming back? But I think all along, we've been pretty aware that first quarter and maybe even to the second quarter was going to be pretty rough. And so I think, you know, maybe it's the headlines that were premature. Uh, but what do, you, what do you think about this? That's, that's what I think. I mean, everybody is so excited to publish a piece about the recovery and we're just not there yet. This is a long-term deal. And recovering from what? That that's the question. You know, recovering from what? A collapse compared to what? None of that matters. You can you can take like the whole pandemic period out. The interest rates pretend they never existed because it was a manufactured blip in time. Now we're back to normal market. It's just we're you know, we're baby stepping into a normal market from that period of time. And it's, it just takes time. And if you, you can't really make any judgments on one or two weeks worth of information in our industry, because there are trends. Yes, but really we're just doing this. You know what I mean? So what we want to see is we want to see rates coming down, but I don't want to see them come down immediately. I want to see the gradual climb so that you don't create a lot of uncertainty by dropping rates too quickly because it goes both ways. Yeah, definitely. So, Rich, I pulled out a few quotes from today's article. The quote that I have here is that the drag from very high interest rates is again becoming clear, noting mortgage purchase applications, a forward-looking indicator of sales plummeted 44% year over year in late February to the lowest since 1990. 
for. Um, again, Rich, this is something that we we kind of expect, right? After a, uh, you know, that drop in purchases didn't really happen until May, June, July of last year. And so we're still in the quarter in the season where we're comparing uh, apples to oranges pretty much. So right. what we saw last year early was still a high, very high number coming out of the pandemic and low rates. Now we're at a completely different end of the spectrum. We have very high rates. Um, and so comparing uh, that year to year change is a little crazy. You know, the the thing about this article that they just ba- barely touched on was what really slows things up is affordability. So the higher the interest rates tick up, the less people qualify. I mean, that that is a hard fact. And but the market has just a way of fixing itself like that. So as rates go up, your pricing is likely going to get, you know, come down a little bit, but that's, you know, what is it? You give 6% seller concessions to a buyer to help buy down the interest rates. That's not really affecting the overall market because it's still very high, but the the affordability piece is a big piece because that, that is the main driver. A 7% interest rate isn't going to stop a lot of the younger buyers from going to get a home, buy a home, unless that 7% interest rate pushes them, you know, out of the debt to income ratio qualifications. Otherwise, they're still out there getting it. They're still buying homes. Yeah, definitely. And you mentioned the uh, the pricing index and the affordability problem. So this is another quote from the article. It says S&P Case Chiller home price index has fallen five months straight and is about 4.1% below its record high in June. But again, I mean, in that very quote, it's saying it was at a record high, right? And so 5% drop from a record high is, is, is still high. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there's always a high point. You know, mm-hmm. the nice thing is we're tight. We're taking the high point from, I guess we're talking about May of last year, May of 2022 and comparing it today and we're 4% down. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's nothing considering many marketplaces across the United States saw 25, 20 to 25% appreciation year over year. Those are outrageous numbers. And we've lost 4% since May. Yep. Yeah. So if you're out there fielding calls from buyers that you had last year that have buyer's remorse, you can talk them down off the ledge and just talk them into the future. So Rich, before we get into our final thoughts on the article, I just want to uh, have a message for everybody out there. We've put together a free resource for you guys. We're talking about the tough market right now, and it is a tough market. There's no question about that. But now is the time for you guys to buckle down and really market yourselves well to get ahead of the competition. So we put together a free resource for you, five marketing musts on how to get ahead while things are down. You can go check that out at todayinmortgages.com slash marketing. Again, that's todayinmortgages.com slash marketing. Now's the time to go out and get that free resource, figure out how to market yourself well and get ahead of the competition. Hey, Rich, we're going to jump into this uh, in light of what we're talking about today with things being down. I mean, like I said, there's no doubt that we're in a tough market. There's no doubt that it's tough to sell out there. How are you coaching your loan officers through this period? So what? (laughs) It doesn't change, you know, when these periods come, it just means you work harder for more. That's, that's all one. You got to get up and get after it. And when you're getting after it, you got to have a positive mindset and you got to bring value to everyone you talk to right now, whether that be your referral partners or your borrowers, you got to have a positive mindset and you got to educate. 
So good. It's so true. And that's what we're talking about and all our marketing with our team right now. And so getting out there, making sure that you're top of mind and making sure that you're educating, providing value. Rich, thanks so much for those wise words, man. Hey, uh, everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Before we rate our article, I just want to remind you to like this or subscribe or make a comment wherever you're watching or listening to this. Helps us out and helps us to know what you guys are thinking about today in mortgage. Rich, we're going to rate the article zero through five. Zero is a teardown, five is a perfect listing. Where are you at on this article? I'm going to give it a four. It's four? it's facts. It's just framed, you know, more towards getting the click. Yeah, yeah. I Everybody, think that collapse word just, of course, people are going to click on that. Yeah, collapse. Uh, everyone harkens back to 2008. They get really scared, but it's just we're just not in the same environment anymore. And nope. so... Uh, talk to your buyers, let real estate agents know how they should be talking to their buyers about this. Hey, thank you so much for watching today, guys. If you liked what you heard from Rich today, click the join button below and see how you can become part of the best network in mortgages and get coaching like this every day from experts like Rich. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you next time on Today in Mortgages. Today in Mortgages is produced by Network Funding LP, which is an equal housing lender, NMLS 2297. The content of this program is meant to be a commentary on mortgage and real estate news, and any discussion of rates and or products should not be taken as an individual mortgage or home buying advice or pricing estimates. And any commentary on this show should not be considered a promise to make a loan. All applicants for a loan must qualify, and you should consult a professional regarding your individual loan scenarios for your financial situation. Visit our website at nflp.com slash licenses for all state licensing and other legal information.